Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Jumping into episode 15 of the Grey Wolf Hoops Podcast, it is Ned, joined by John. John, we're back again. It has been super duper busy. I know, man. We've been in the studio, feels like, almost every night this week, but uh, plenty of Grey Wolf freshness coming everyone's way. It's a bit sweet to the ears hearing our voices every day of the week, (laughs) I'm sure, but yeah, it's been a really big one. Big week in basketball, as always. I've just come from training, so I'm a little bit sweaty, but yeah, things are good. Yeah, you do look like you've been sort of running a marathon at the moment, all sweated up, ready to go. Lucky the aircon works good in here, man. But we should point out real quickly before we get much too further into this that we have just dropped episode 10 out of nowhere, mm. catching up with the boys from Unwritten Lore. If you like yourself some punk music, some live, they were massive back in the late 90s and very, very funny lads. Yeah, that's definitely a 10 minutes worth of listening to, man. And, uh, of course, the Kevin Eastman interview has done really well. We've had some really positive feedback from that too. So there's so much freshness coming around on the Grey Wolf channel. So check it out, Grey Wolf Entertainment. Net. That's the home of everything. That is right there. And as you say, Kevin Eastman, don't get me started on him again, <laughs> man. I am still coming down from the high of Eastman. Back on those Unwritten Law Boys real quickly, though. They did the Australian Aussie slang challenge we like to do from time to time and schooled it. Oh, yeah. I've never had that happen before. It's worth listening to. Phone reception was a little dodgy, but persevere with it. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, we've done that many times over the years, and these guys absolutely schooled it. It's worth listening to just for that part in particular. Yeah, and their Australian accent. <laughs> Very funny stuff. But on to the Grey Wolf shirts. We have seen them about everywhere. You've got a big shout-out. You were just down at the home of the Horsham Hornets. I believe they call it the Tim Pickett Stadium. <laughs> well, that's what they should be ta- calling it That's what we it call anyway. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but at the Pickett Stadium, you saw someone sporting the brand. Yeah, I did. It was our buddy Josh Friend who was sporting a lovely grey Grey Wolf shirt like you're wearing right now. And it brought a uh, you know a little flutter to my heart and a tear to my eye seeing it down there. But we've seen heaps out in the wild, man. It, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool getting some, uh, you know, love from the fans, I guess you'd say. Yeah, well, I'm sure they consider themselves fan <laughs> friendly. Would be a big fan of us. <laughs> but speaking of love, I've got to show some love back. We've got to show some love back to Jimmy Davidson. He picked himself up a shirt. Thank you very much. This kid is one of the next breed of the Horsham Zombies. He's our boy. He's your brother-in-law to yep. be. And we've forgotten to mention him. And well, he gave me a hard time about this. Yeah, man. yeah. So it's the shoes on the other foot. I guess him giving you a hard time for a change. So uh, you know, I've got a little hot tip. I've been getting in Jimmy's year about Horsham Hornets next season so you might see a little recruit there if he can come along to Zombies Academy this is a shout out to Jimmy to make sure he listens but you never know he could be a future Zombie star and a future Hornet star get on it Jimmy he is a bit of a beast right there he's saying he's terrible but man he absolutely ripped it up the games I've seen Big shout-outs to Sam Hobbs, too, our buddy. She picked up a couple of shirts there, repping the Wolf. She was repping the Wolf with us on the yep, weekend at yep. Melbourne United. We were actually like one of those the creepy family you see getting around in the matching Christmas shirts. There was my entire family, Grey Wolf shirts and Sam, all matching yeah. at the United game, which was kind of cool right there. Shout-outs to the offers as well. Geordie and Liam picking up a shirt. And, of course, the Amos family. Oh, Damn, I love saw them. young Amos. Ella Amos, yeah. I knew that wearing one yesterday and I'm like it's going to be pretty bad if I run up and randomly hug this girl but it was just great to see so thank you to everyone picking up a shirt sporting them we are going to run some more pre-orders again this weekend I believe yeah we'll get those up pretty soon and keep an eye on the shop as well we will have some more merch in there in the coming months probably even the coming weeks as we as we get ourselves organised but uh, you know again as we keep saying we really appreciate the support 
sport so far. It just, you know, like warms your heart, like I was trying to say before, to see everyone out there sporting the Grey Wolf shirt. So, you know, keep getting amongst it. Yeah, most definitely, man. And I should also point out, man, I almost skipped past this. Lockie Culler and our boy Jake McIntyre also picked one up. Much love. I believe Jake was the first one, Macca, yep. to pick one up. I remember that well. Thank you, man. We appreciate the support. Zombies for life, baby. That's it, man. Zombies for life. We've got to stick together. We do. Us zombies. Tim Pickett's in there amongst it. And of course, Cam Bruce, one-time zombie. <laughs> and he is all over that fantasy stuff at the moment, I do believe. I know, dude. It's going to be a big, big battle this weekend in the NBL fantasy grand final, playoff, finals, whatever you want to call it. But he's coming up against ladder leader Lewis Rose, who we're actually still trying to track down. And I'll update you all on that in just a second. But oh, I would need to hear these this, two sorry. guys have been number one and two for pretty much most of the season. So I'm pretty excited to see how this one goes. And of course, you know, the interview with the winner will be next week if we uh, can figure out who Lewis Rose is. And Natty, I've been doing a little bit of research over the last couple of days to try and find out who is this guy. And before we go much further, it just reminded me of the good old catfish days. Yeah. We can do this. We will track you down, Lewis Rose. Exactly. We've watched get past seasons us. upon seasons of catfish. We saw the girl with the eye that was glass and she yes. claimed she was a model. That's the one, man. We know all the ins and outs of this sort of thing. So I've been looking up Lewis Roses on Facebook and there's a lot from America. And, you know, it's not a, not a common name, but it's not an uncommon name either. And I sort of narrowed it down to one guy. I'm like, yeah, he had a, you know, the soccer jersey and his profile picture. I'm like, yeah, this could be the one here. So I sent him a really nice message and, you know, said sorry for the randomness of this. But are you this Lewis? We, uh, Lewis, we, gosh, we only have one of them. <laughs> Lewis Rose. And this was his response. He said, hey, mate, sorry, wrong Lewis. Wish I could help you out, but don't know another Lewis Rose. I'm like, I'm not expecting you to know who it is. <laughs> So, unfortunately, the Lewis Rose that I messaged does not know any other Lewis Roses, but if that is your name and you're listening, please get in touch with us. That's right. But CB6, you're going to have to go through him. Otherwise, you know, there's no, no even point. But I'd still love to talk to Lewis Rose because he has been on top the entire yep. way through. Cam Bruce, though, we're going to be talking to you as well. Regardless of the outcome, we want to talk to Cam about his tactics, his hits, his misses, and hopefully we'll meet him in a meet and greet package yeah, as well. exactly. I'll be lucky for him. But, of course, you know, it was a lot of fun this year doing the NBL fantasy and it's a good way to keep involved in the games and keep up to date with how all the players are going so if you missed out this year definitely be getting amongst it again in 2021 yeah definitely that is right my friend and yeah if you want to check out where you finished Fitzy you have screen capped the entire standings and popped it up on the socials be sure to check it out see where you finished I was in at a miserable nine in the end there <laughs> oh it's alright it's uh, you know first season doing it there's a few tricks and tips that you need to keep in mind with buying and selling players but I couldn't crack the top three or four thereabouts. I, I sat about fourth and fifth the whole season, so a bit to learn, but uh, you know it was a lot of fun either way. Yeah, that's right. Next season, look out. We are coming for you, but let's jump into round 19. Johnny, you want to talk some hoops now, buddy? Yeah, why not? We might as well. And things kicked off Friday in probably a, uh, a way we weren't predicting with the Brisbane Bullets going down to the New Zealand Breakers, 87 to 91 in Brisbane. And we talked up the Bullets a lot last week and come to say they've uh, let us down, Eddie. They most definitely have. The Tepper Fitzgerald curse has come across <laughs> the bullets. And yes, New Zealand Breakers looking very good. I believe they've squeezed their way into the final four at the moment. But, buddy, game two, we'll get onto the bullets a little bit more in a minute. Game two was Melbourne United and the Illawarra Hawks. We were there repping Grey Wolf. The atmosphere at a United game, I have to say, John, was something else. That was sold awesome. out, I think, possibly because the people were expecting to see LaMelo ball. They would have got their tickets 
kind of early, which is the reason we did it. It was Brody's birthday. Yep. Big happy birthday to Brody, our Grey Wolf recruit there, as well as young Riley Downer, as well, the two Grey Wolf lads there. We've love signed it. him up too. Yeah, love it. He's on a contract. His mum's laughed at me both times. <laughs> Big shout-outs to Jenny, and I believe that's as good as a yes we'll get. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it. You know, yeah. As long as there's a signature there somewhere, we'll, uh, we'll count it. I tell you what, though, man. Melbourne United looked very good in that game, and Illawarra Hawks were never in it. So, yes, on to the next game. It was the Adelaide 36ers and the Cairns Taipans. The Taipans, buddy, they're just going from strength to strength. Yeah, that uh, Taipans train we often talk about just keeps chugging along, man, and it's uh, it's good to see them playing so well at the moment. And to take a game in Adelaide, which can be quite a tough road trip, Adelaide's been very up and down this season. It's, it's a good win for Cairns to really solidify themselves in that third spot, and uh, they're looking the goods at the moment. They definitely are. Now, Brody tagged me in something on Instagram. I've been meaning to talk to you this, and this shows my lack of preparation <laughs> but has Joey Wright been fired or is he leaving well, the 36ers yeah I've seen some talk about that as well whether he's upset or someone else is upset there's definitely something brewing in Adelaide at the moment and to be fair man maybe it's time for them to look elsewhere you know get a fresh face in maybe some new ideas some new structures but you know Joey Wright, Wright's been a great coach there for a number of years now so it'd be sad to see him go out on a you know on a negative sort of note but from what I've seen yeah there's, there's obviously something brewing in that camp so you know stay tuned for more info yeah definitely man watch this space and speaking of something brewing there was something big brewing in the melbourne arena the southeast melbourne phoenix and sydney kings we went to this one with the horsham b team shout outs to all those boys and to scary carry scary carry wow <laughs> i'm gonna leave that in there and <laughs> shout outs to scary terry cameron who organized this and craig amos as well southeast melbourne phoenix and the sydney kings john yeah. i was expecting this to be a whitewash and the Kings to get it done but you've got to sort of take into note as well the Kings were resting Bogut Lazada wasn't mm. playing Southeast Melbourne Phoenix pretty much went in their full strength and they wanted to win this yeah, game badly yeah definitely and props to them man they really brought their A game and of course the game went to overtime it doesn't matter who's on the court for the Sydney Kings they're still a championship team so yep. I mean they lost they did lose Creaky during the game and he's going to miss the last round of the season unfortunately but uh, you know props to Melbourne Phoenix you know they wanted to put a performance on for their home crowd, of course, and they did just that. And we were coming home from Melbourne ourselves from a different event on Sunday, and I got a phone call from Mitch Amos. For, again, shout out to the Grey Wolf crew, and he was mo- most excited about telling me that they got up on the big screen at the game. I think that was a big tick for him, and he was a happy young lad. So, you know, like I said, props to the uh, Horsham boys for getting along to support Brucey and Creaky in that game. Yeah, he's a different unit, that Mitch Amos. He was telling everybody about this, people in McDonald's, people walking <laughs> past in the street. Very, very happy with getting up on the big screen but yeah great to see Mitch Creek and Sean Bruce play they both had pretty solid games too Bruce he picked himself up a technical foul I was glad to be there to see that I thought it was a, a yeah. well-earned one too yeah. there was a little bit of behind the scenes nonsense that went on which you know apparently the Phoenix fans didn't see but uh, we saw it we saw it yeah you're you looking out for Bruce that. you know yeah. coming of age for our young boy there just you know giving away a tech nothing wrong with that just got to stand your ground a bit yeah you definitely do hats off to my boy Sean there I was said to Broads well we're wearing these Sean Bruce jerseys and he's just committed a tech foul and the fans aren't too happy we're probably going to get beat up in the parking lot but (laughs) it didn't happen 
All right, Johnny, on to the next game. You made a massive call on this one. You said the Brisbane Bullets were going to get it done over the Perth Wildcats. I thought yeah, that was, I thought I, that was big at the <laughs> RAC Arena. Mate, yeah. go big or go home. Exactly. We often say that sort of thing. But, you know, I'd say the, the Brisbane would have had a bit of soul-searching after losing the game earlier in the round. But that's a tough road trip either way. So it does make things fractionally tough for the Bullets because they now drop down into that group. There's a couple of teams there because Melbourne United played twice this round. So anyone between the break as Bullets and United could actually get into that fourth spot and, and steal it away. But we'll see. We'll preview the coming round shortly. But it makes the ladder look very interesting. Yeah, it really does, Johnny. And like you said, New Zealand, Brisbane and Melbourne battling it out to win. Very interesting in previous years. 14 wins sees you getting into the playoffs. Yeah, yep. Not this year. It's that tight. You're going to have to pick up that win number 15 and sort of see what happens. But yeah, of course, you've got Sydney Kings locked in at number one. I believe like if they stay on top, that's the first team in NBL history to have ever done it from first wow. round to last. Wow. Finishing on top. Perth Wildcats in at 2, 18 and 9. 3, 16 and 10 is the Cairns Taipans. New Zealand Breakers in at 4 with 14 and 13, as are the Brisbane Bullets 14 and 13 and Melbourne United 13 and 13. Out of playoff contention now is the Adelaide 36ers at 12 and 15. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, they went off to a ripping start like you've spoken about in the past. 9 and 17 now in second last and the poor old Illawarra Hawks, they're done for season 2020, buddy. Yeah, it's a uh, shame for the Hawks and the Phoenix, but what an awesome season it's been where you've got basically seven teams that have been battling it out for a final spot until pretty much this round. Now we're down to six, which is still pretty unbelievable. So this round of basketball becomes obviously very crucial for those teams looking to work into that fourth spot. But tell you what, man, it might end up being what could have been for the Brisbane Bullets. They hit one of those games, they win one of those games last week, and that spot's theirs. And now they're going to you know fight it out with a few others. Uh, the side so we'll see what happens this week yeah pivotal man looking at the games now I think the Brisbane Bullets are out just looking but let's preview it I think it's going to be a battle between New Zealand and Melbourne United looking at the fixtures here but Melbourne United need to win they are at home against the Cairns Taipans this one on tonight yep. buddy it's going to be huge. Yeah, this Who do you is massive. Have? Can Melbourne United beat the red-hot Cairns Taipans in front of that yeah, home crowd? This is huge. And what's quite interesting is United and Breakers, I think, are two teams that I've written off at different times of the season. <laughs> but uh, So I might find another job next year. But this is going to be an awesome game, I think, man. Melbourne United are going to come to play. But Cairns Taipans are still the favourites. You know, they're sitting comfortably in third. This is going to be game of the round Thursday night. I actually am struggling to pick a winner here. The heart says that, you know, the Cairns are going to keep rolling on, but the head almost goes Melbourne United. They're up and about. They need to win for a final spot. You know how much they love those big games at home. I reckon Melbourne might nick it. I reckon yeah, they might take it. I agree with you there, man. And, you know, I do have some sort of an allegiance with United there. I really don't even know who I follow anymore, but <laughs> Everyone. But I do love Cairns. They're already in. I think Melbourne United are going to get this tonight. It's going to be a massive one. Yeah, and you just, just quietly on that one, you think Cairns may even, because they've got two games on the road this round, maybe they might rest someone. They might might think, you know, they can't drop out at this stage. Maybe they'll uh, rest a couple of players potentially. It's a, you never know. Interesting. We'll have to wait and see. All right, Johnny, Valentine's Day, you're going to be no doubt 
singing sweet lullabies into Ash's ear and might miss this one, buddy, but the New Zealand Breakers are battling it out with the southeast Melbourne of Phoenix at Horncastle Arena. Ooh. What a nicely named yeah. arena for Valentine's Day there. <laughs> Horncastle <laughs> Arena. Get your Valentine to there. Oi. Watch the hoops and whatever it is else that you do at Horncastle Arena and watch the New Zealand Breakers win. I can only imagine what that would actually happen at Horncastle Arena, but uh, I fully expect New Zealand to keep keep moving on. Just looking at the sports bet odds here, man, I think they might be the wrong way around. They've got uh, New Zealand as not the favourite in this game and same with the Sydney Kings. But anyway, we'll let sports bet deal with that. But um, yeah, I'm expecting the two Friday night games to go exactly as you'd imagine with New Zealand taking on Phoenix and then obviously the Kings as the next game against Illawarra. So it might be a good, uh, you know, Valentine's Day to stay home and, you know, snuggle the missus into bed. But <laughs> I'm actually going to be in Bendigo for the state champs basketball. So I couldn't think of a better way to spend Valentine's Day than around the hoops. Or being at Horncastle Castle Arena. Arena. <laughs> I think we should cancel all plans and get to Horncastle Arena and just, yeah, one more time, Horncastle Arena. All right, buddy. So, yes, the second game is the Sydney Kings and Illawarra Hawks. Wow, that's going to be one-sided. The Kings... They're going to want to finish on top, and yep. what better way to do it than by absolutely smashing the Illawarra Hawks? You'd think it would happen at home, and yeah. Yeah, there's not really much to say there. I think, man, as I said before, uh, you might be able to catch a bit of the first like, first game and then go snuggle up with a movie in bed for the second one. I reckon it'll be game over pretty early. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> After the game at Horncastle Arena. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. I, I'm very happy that you did. All right, John, your Brisbane Bullets take on the Cairns Taipans at home on Saturday. This will come down to your resting thing here. Brisbane are going to want to win it. They're going to have to win it. Yep. Are they going to beat Cairns, though? Cairns so red hot. If they drop it to Melbourne like I'm expecting, they're going to want to come back and win. Yeah. And that's going to leave Brisbane not too happy. Yeah, I think so, man. It's it's such a tough one for the Bullets because, you know, if they had won one of those games, at least a little bit of momentum and a little bit of a spark there, you'd almost pick pick the bullets in this game but I think Cairns if they're going to rest some players it'll probably be for the first game because you know Brisbane is a little bus ride down the highway but <laughs> I'm expecting Cairns to take this one and you know whether they drop the game against Melbourne United or not I think they'll get this one against the bullets they've just sort of not that they've fallen in a heap and we know that Lamar Patterson loves this time of year but you know the Cairns train's just pushing on and you know Brisbane dropped two games that they really should have uh, you know, at least taken one of so I'll back the Cairns type hands in this game yeah I'll go with you there this one is not being played at Horncastle Arena. <laughs> It's been playing at Nissan Arena in front of those Bullets home fans. Let's hope they can get it done. There is a dude called David Knight, I believe. Big Brisbane Bullets fan. He's hit up the page a couple of times, so much love to him. Let's hope the Bullets can get it done for you, David. On a Saturday night, we have the Perth Wildcats and Adelaide 36ers battling it out. And, well, as you'd expect, this one at RAC Arena, those Wildcats are going to get into the finals for the 508th time, and they're going to beat Adelaide 36ers. Sixes, I would think. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the games this round are either going to be blowouts or they're going to be really close. So yep. this will be one I'd say that'll go the Perth Wildcats way. Adelaide, you know, they've done well this season. They've been very up and down, very hard to predict, as we say often. But I really can't see them taking this one on the road. It'd take a mammoth effort for that to happen. So I'll stick with the Wildcats. Yeah, especially with morale down a bit in the yep. Adelaide camp, I would think. And this one's going to be interesting, John. Southeast Melbourne and Phoenix and Melbourne United play through down for the final game of the entire season yep. before finals get underway. I think United will get it done, but South East Melbourne Phoenix played very well on the weekend, and no Mitch Creek, obviously, so I think it's going to be United. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there, dude. I think 
the Mitch Creek factor will play too much into it. If he was playing, I'd almost think of backing the Phoenix just to give that one last hurrah before their season wraps up. But you think Melbourne United, it's an important game. They need to win early in the week. They need to win this game to you know get that fourth spot. So I'm going to back Melbourne United. But hopefully it's a good game to finish the round off and finish the regular season off. Yeah, and I do believe if United win both games, they are in. If, yeah, if... that's that would be correct. It'll come down to percentage then, I think, because it's very, very close to those three teams, as we've mentioned. And I'm not too sure how they do the sort of tiebreaker, whether it goes by results or percentage. But you can see there, New Zealand and Brisbane are both won 14. Melbourne United's won 13. So there you go. If they do win two games, they'll get up unless Brisbane and, and New Zealand win. So it's very tight at the top of the ladder, man. So again, like I said before, to have six teams that could potentially, well, six teams that could make the finals, make up that top four is really exciting yeah, for the season. Yeah, in the last round. So it has to be the best season on record. Be sure to check out the NBL Hoops this weekend. And if you are out and about looking to do something and check out some great live music as well, hit up the Hotter Than Hell mm. Tour, John. We've spoken to the Unwritten Law Boys and... Man, may as well go and drop who we have on episode on. 11, which is heading our way this Tuesday. Johnny, let us know. Art Alexakis from Everclear. And let's hope we got his name right. <laughs> I'm so happy that you said that. I'm going to leave the little bit where I ask him to do a shout out in at the end of our interview with Art. Everclear, one of those all-time great bands from the 90s, right through until today. I absolutely butchered Art's name. I've been a fan forever. Butchered it. He did his little shout and I'm like, wow, oh. this is embarrassing. And I'll just let everyone hear that because yeah. you know I'm a fool oh man just let it hang out there there's no shame in that whatsoever but it, it, the way it's spelt it's either it, like it looks like it's a name that you don't pronounce all the letters to yeah rather than sanding out every single one of them so it's, it throws you off a little bit but uh, you know he was cool about it so yeah he was he didn't want to be rude where it's his name but yeah anyway but there you go. very good dude very great interview a lot of fun and yeah definitely hit up that hot and then hell tour we'll pop up some dates and all that sort of thing as well and be sure to check out our photo game Gallery, the media page, greywolfentertainment.net. Shoutouts to camera lady Nicole Noy who got along to that and got some great yeah. live shots. We're all about the sport, we're all about the music, and we're all about the movies. John, we're going to have yeah. to do some movie reviews at some Well, we're going to have to soon, soon, man. And here's one I'm going to throw out there real quickly. Have you seen the uh, little teaser trailer for Spiral, which is the new film coming in the Saw series? That's oh, dropped earlier in the week, or maybe it was last week, but Chris Rock as a producer, I believe he might have been the director. He's featuring in it with Samuel L. Jackson, which is two huge names to come out of nowhere to jump into this franchise. So I'm really excited to see where it goes and where it fits in. But uh, there's plenty of movies coming our way. And as we start to branch into these areas, we'll uh, you know we'll be talking about it a lot more. Yeah, we definitely will be. As the NBL wraps up, you can look for a new show from us more, which we'll discuss a little bit more on the pop culture, the movies and whatnot. So be on the lookout for that. But for this weekend, be sure to check out those NBL hoops. Hit up a hotter than hell thing. Say hi to Art Alex. I can't say his name. <laughs> and the Unwritten Law Boys. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and real quickly, man, good luck to Lewis and Brucey who go head-to-head for the Grey Wolfpack Fantasy NBL Championship. And we'll discuss more about that next week. Oh, yes. And right before we go, too, I should mention this. Team Sean Bruce all the way. I see he has been nominated for Best Six Man and... Most Improved. Most Improved. When is that all going down? I'm actually not too sure. Maybe we can discuss that a bit more next week. I'd say it'll be after the final round, so... 
some time. So it's going to be a big show next week. Oh, yeah. We're all about it. Team Sean Bruce and, of course, Mitch Creek for MVP as well. Imagine that if we got two Horsham boys right up there Not and, too bad, and won some NBL awards. The, the Grey Wolf Zone uh, representing the NBL awards. That would be pretty special. I'm sure they'll give us a shout out. So yeah. we'll look out for that. You hear that, boys? <laughs> we want that shout out. You Hopefully, Sean will wear his t shirt to one of those black tie events. I'm sure he will. Yeah, I would if it was me, obviously. Mm. I mean, he might even invite us, so then we can wear it too. And yeah. anyone else that he invites from the Grey Wolf crew. <laughs> We're rambling on, so we'll, <laughs> we'll let it go. 